Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 16 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Timothy joins Paul and Silas. Paul came to Derby and then Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. The believers of Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in that area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul's Vision of the Man of Macedonia Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Lydia's Conversion in Philippi From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight to Samothrace, and the next day we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony, and the leading city of that district of Macedonia, and we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the woman who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira, named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house, and she persuaded us. Paul and Silas in prison. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept us up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept their practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chain came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison door open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights, 
rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. In that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, Release those men. The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, They beat us publicly without a trial, even though we're Roman citizens, and threw us into prison. And now, do they want to get rid of us quietly? No. Let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they met with their brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. This is the end of Acts chapter 16. So here we see an accounting of the journey where Timothy joins Paul and Silas in their evangelizing. Paul's vision of a man of Macedonia. Then we see Lydia's conversion in Philippi. And then Paul and Silas in prison and how once they found out they were Romans, they were scared and they wanted them to leave the city without making noise. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your blessings. On this day, we recognize that we are nothing, Father, without you. God, thank you for coming to our aid. Thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for giving us wisdom. Help us exercise that wisdom every single day, Lord. Help us make decisions that are in your favor, decisions that lead others to your kingdom, decisions that fulfill our purpose of being on this earth. Father, you give us a breath every day to take. Let us find purpose in life so that we know why we're breathing, why we're walking around on this earth. And once we find our purpose, Father, give us the strength and the courage to fulfill it. We don't exist just to exist, just to eat, just to move around. We exist, and you created us for a purpose. So every day when we face challenges, let us be still, let us not respond, and let us think, even when we know the response, let us think about it long and hard before we respond, before we take action, before we say anything, before we think anything. Let us open up our mind, empty our hearts, and just let the Holy Spirit in. And once it percolates and we are able to think what the higher purpose of our being is and what we should say and do, then allow the Holy Spirit to usher those words for us, to take those actions, to think those thoughts, because, Lord, we are your instruments, and without you we're nothing. So every day, guide us in what we're to do and say and believe. In Jesus we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Acts chapter 16. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.